back into Defeating the Curse. Today we are, begin, we are going to be doing our second installment of the Redskins roster report, our new series, the Triple R. Today we're going to be focusing on outside linebackers and wide receivers. Who do we got on uh, the podcast today? Joe? Oh, I'm here. Wide receivers. I'm very passionate about wide receivers, especially because we don't have we, any. We all know that, Joe. You've made that very clear, clear over the past 10 podcasts. FP? FB is here. I'm ready to go. Come on, Skins. Should we call out Steve for not being here? Does he have an excuse this time? Uh, Pete whipped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's the show called again? The Triple R. The Triple Redskins R. roster report. It's actually a nice name. It's the first segment we've officially named. It's a big day. Should I like we, it. We should tease that we have other big announcements coming uh, this week. Maybe. Well, before big, we do that, sh- big announcements. Should we get our Should we get a uh, get our sponsors in here? Do we have one? No. See, I feel like it's a cheap shot every time. It's just a cheap shot. <laughs> I'm passionate about sponsorships. Okay. Let's do this. Come on, lead us in. Let's jump. Let's jump in. Let's do it. All right. What do you guys want to do first? Outside linebackers or receivers? I say receivers. Wide receiver, baby. Wide, Wide receivers. receivers. All right. Let's go. So. Big news is obviously this offseason we've lost two 1,000 yard receivers, the first franchise in NFL history to lose two 1,000 yard receivers. Go Redskins! How pathetic <laughs> is that? I mean, is there any hope that Josh Doxson, Terrell Pryor, and Ryan Grant can make up for what Pierre Garcon and Deshaun Jackson did? No. Next question. Look, I'll, I'm how about say- Brian Quick? Let me say it. Let me let me let me take the mic real quick. I've said it. I don't know how many podcasts we have discussing the wide receivers. Jamison Crowder, Jordan Reed were staples, staples of our receiving core last year. Staples. They are still there. They're go-tos for Kirk Cousins and they are I mean Crowder is basically PG Jr. healthier and younger, right? What are you uh, talking? Crowder was the third option, maybe the fourth option when Reed wasn't, you know, lying on the sideline because he had another concussion. What is, what is the true difference between Jamison Crowder and Pierre Garcon? Speed. Uh, no. Size, toughness. Barely. I'll size give you toughness. Crowder Crowder showed his toughness a little bit, but I mean, I don't think anybody's going to rival Pierre Garcon in his toughness. But I will say that Crowder never complains. But never all, all he, receivers are divas. He will start complaining this year. He was pretty sure-handed, so that was never really. An yes, issue. but he was being covered well, by by the third or by the by the nickel corner anytime he was on the field. He no, didn't guess what that that's still going to happen. Yes, except the two receivers that we're not talking about are not Djax and Pierre. Right? But, it's the 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 quarterback and. Uh, I mean, does Brian Quick does Brian Quick have a nickname? I know he's not quick, uh, uh, but Speedy Gonzalez. I, I mean, he he's huge, and that's good. Let's get, but let's get to Brian Quick later because I have some thoughts on him. But get let's get back to Jamison Crowder was being covered by the nickel corner last year. He's Imagine, still going to be covered by the nickel this year, realistically. He was covered by the Kendall Fuller of every team. It's going to happen this yards. year too. It's going to happen this year too. Jameson Crowder is a wash. Okay, let's let's agree to that. He is a wash because you still have two taller, more not dominant, but you have other options. Worthy. You have other options, right? 
right? There's other options. So fine, even if Crowder is a push, okay, let's just go, let's just go one by one here. Josh Doxson over or under three games. Well, no, let's do this over. before we b- before we move off of Crowder. Crowder had 800 yards last year, 800 something, if I'm not mistaken. Give him a thousand yards. Who else on this team is going to even get close to that thousand yard mark? You well, have, you I have like Josh I like Doxson, I like Fryer. questions. So, do you think he'll get back to 800 yards? LP. Yes, I think he's going to exceed 800 yards. FP. Yes or no? 800 yards. Absolutely, absolutely. Plays all 16 games. Yes. LP all 16 games. No. Okay, so but no. you still you what, still got what him. Makes you, you you got him matching his his yard total from last year. So what makes you think he won't play all 16? Well, if they ask him well, to do more, he's more likely to get injured. He is going to be in the exact same position as he was last year. The only difference is the two, the number one, the number two receivers are over six feet tall. That's literally the only difference in Jameson Crowder's life right now. Okay, so so that's what I said. He's it's a push. He, it, at best, he'll replicate or maybe replicate plus a hundred or hundred fifty yards more uh, what he did last year. So if he's a push, why are we still talking about him? We got to get so to the taking, elephant in the room. But, but all right, let's get to. It. All, but hold on, he's also being covered by. He's also getting more attention. He's being covered by. Higher uh, tier players. He will he will not get more attention compared to Doxson, a first round receiver, and to Raul Pryor, a thousand yard receiver off the Browns, who everybody assumes can do that much better with a real quarterback throwing at him. He's not going to get that much more attention. Paul, if you gathered thirty one cornerbacks, if you gathered thirty one cornerbacks from other teams in the league and put up Josh Doxson's picture on the wall and said, "Who is that?" <laughs> Nobody's going to know who he is. No All right, you know what? Know All right. Let's take that. Let's segue into discussing him next. What do you guys think was, is going to go on with him? Four games will be. Four games played, 20 catches, 500 yards. I think he will go under the radar, prove to be a Kirk Cousins' favorite, and will probably still suck at the back shoulder fade that, the back shoulder fade that John, uh, Jay Gruden Give loves. me numbers. Give me numbers. What's a successful season for Doxson as a former first-round pick? Give me, give me numbers. I'm gonna say over 750 yards. Oh my God! What, what, what are you talking about? What? Uh, Why not? So he's gonna play. He's gonna. This? He's gonna play. He's gonna play what? He's gonna play uh, 30, 31 games this season, as opposed to everyone else to get to that number. What are you talking about? How could he possibly get to that number? Look. Injury injury is one thing. I don't understand why you assume he's a bad receiver because he was hurt. Is he he's not practicing right now. He's not he he's is not practicing. Pra- he's not. He missed two. He missed two of the non voluntary whatever they're called just uh no, last week. He, he is practicing. I think I think you're wrong there. He is practicing. I think he's been at everything and he said he's healthy. The team has said he's healthy. But I mean, okay, you are you are laughing at the 750 yards who else is going to catch the ball on this team joe look look let's just look at a perspe- perspective P- perspective here crowder who we agree may be the best receiver on the team or at least the best after team. reed they'll fine fine he had 800 you think Doxon's going to go for 750 yeah yes. because crowder was also the number three last year actually he's, if you if you count reed he's the number four fine so Doxon is as good as as crowder was last year both of you think he goes 750 I think he can go 750 or above. Absolutely. LP, where you got him this year? Give, give me numbers. A successful season for Doxon equals? 
what did we say? Crowder at at over a thousand or at around a thousand. Right. So if if Crowder's going to get a thousand, I'll go Doxon at at seven hundred. I'll go Pryor. If we're, we're going to talk all three, or are we only talking two? Let's just, all right, let's let's go let's go into Pryor. Okay. I, I'll go I'll go about seven hundred for both Pryor and Doxon, a thousand for Crowder. I, okay. Look, that, that's all a right. lot of yards. Let's if pause you stack that. that up, and that's yeah, without Jordan Reed. That's a exactly. lot of yards. Let's pause for a second and discuss. Is that that big of a drop off from losing Deshaun and Pierre? I mean, Joe, you're adamant about the loss of them. Let's say you have seven fifty, seven fifty, one thousand for your three receivers, not including Reed. Is that that big of a drop off? I'm gonna say yes. Because it'll be a drop off in tactic and in, um, in in the optics of it, right? So once upon a time, Lavernius Coles caught like I don't know, like three hundred passes in a season for like nine hundred yards, right? Because they were all bubble screens. Santana Moss right. had a couple of those as well. So they can. We know. We know the receivers can get the yards, right? I, I'm not. I'm the yard number is is less concerning. It's how they're going to get it, right? Because if it's going to be twenty twenty five yards max. You know, there's no stretching the field per se. Then we're relying more on our run game, right? So it's a catch twenty two. If all these guys have a ton of yards and a ton of catches, then the offense just—I mean, either they're going to average forty points a game, or they're not going to be able to score. So, so let me. There's something in the middle me. here that that's missing, right? So if you guys got Crowder going a thousand plus, you got Doxon, who's completely unproven, going seven fifty. You know, and and it sounds like you got Pryor going 750, which would be a drop off from his production last year. I think Pryor has the best season out of anybody catching the ball on this team, Jordan Reed included. Um, and and I'll wow. I, I will I'll walk back some of what I said before. Um, you know, like he proved that he could do it with nobody throwing him the ball, right? So let's get past that. But what does it look like yeah. in this offense? How is it going to look in this offense? He's not. He doesn't have the speed of Djax, and he's not going to go across the middle like Pierre. So right. it's something different. LP, LP, let me take this real quick. So let, numbers aside, right, how the offense is going to look, let's talk about Yak for a second, right? Yards after catch. Crowder is Crowder. Reed is Reed. Doxon is essentially an unknown because Agreed. you don't know how he's going to perform after the catch. You don't know if he's going to fight for the extra yards, fall forward, be impossible to take down. He looks like he's easy to take down, but let's say right now he's an unknown. So that leaves you with Terrell Pryor replacing, what, a Deshaun Jackson, who never had yak, was only good for the 50-yard long bomb, right? So let's assume TP, who is significantly taller, isn't that much slower, gets the ball, and those... All those passes, all of a sudden you you factor in yards after catch and they go into the red zone. They go into the end zone even. And you're getting and you're turning the thousand yard receivers with not so many touchdowns into seven hundred fifty yard receivers with multiple touchdowns. But but that's not Pryor's game. He's not gonna run past people. He's a big guy. He's gonna go fifteen, twenty yards on the yeah, field. But that's what I'm saying. He's he's also not gonna be brought down easily. He's going to jump over people, which is what he does. But there is no replacement for the Deshaun Jackson deep threat. I mean, he, over the past, I think, three years in the NFL, the the highest average yards per catch 
I mean, the guy, as much as we can dismiss how good he is, he's good for that one long bomb a game. And when he doesn't make that long bomb, you can see that teams are still planning for that. Teams are still Absolutely. scheming for that. That's why Crowder. You're right, but that that's why Crowder. Why, that's why Crowder got his numbers. So and that's why Jordan Reed is catching the ball over the middle because Deshaun is opening up the field for him. Okay, so so, so there's no one on the roster that can do what Djax did. Okay, the best the best next option for the long ball is probably Crowder. Dotson. No, it's no, it probably would be Crowder. Dotson. If you. If you have a healthy Doxon, it would be Doxon. Uh, well, did you guys see Doxon, his quarter of a game that he played last year? I think he ran slower than like than UFP. I mean, come on, he man. Was, come on. He was first really of all, slow. first of all, for a fat guy, I'm pretty freaking quick. Secondly, that's true. Was, you have a YouTube was, video. It was like his third. Well, I mean, you're not as fast as LP, who, who claims he could run a five second forty. Remember. Yeah, I mean, uh, according, uh, to LP, sub five according to LP, he's Chris Johnson. That's that's, <laughs> but come on, man. I mean, Doxon, that was like Doxon's third snap in in professional football. Let's put you out there in professional football. See how scared you are when you run down the field. Come on. I mean, okay. But you have so to, you're, don't I, a professional athlete. I want to. I want to get back. I want to get back in here. Professional athlete who's twenty years old. What I wanna, are you doing when you're 20 years old, LP? Don't answer that. Don't daggers. don't answer that. Don't incriminate yourself. I, I want listen. <laughs> I, I want to wrap up this bit here on the uh, on the receivers. You guys got Doxon plus a thousand. You've got uh, or sorry, you've got uh, Crowder. You got Doxin. you got Crowder plus a thousand. Doxon around 750. Prior around 750. Uh, Ryan Grant is he on this roster? Yes or no, LP? Yes. Uh, he is Gruden's boy, and he plays special teams. He's on the roster. FP, Actually, is Ryan Grant on this roster? Yes, and I'll tell you why. I was tech, I was talking to LP about it. He goes 110% during all these BS off-season voluntary workouts compared to actual people that have had game time and don't give a crap about it. So when you go 110% against people that are 50%, you're going to look like a stud, and the coaches will recognize that. The problem is when you translate that into real-time games, his 110% against real athletes, 110% is horrible. Horrible. And I don't yeah. know why it's taking our team so long to realize that he can't translate into game-time speed. Well, he's a special teamer. Who else is going to play special teams? Brian Quick? He's not going to play special teams. Robert Davis probably will. My but. boy that I've been talking about the whole time, Maurice Harris. I got his name right this time. Maurice Harris will be think, does he play special the under-the-radar receiver. Can we, I think you're right. I think it. So teams. it sounds like you guys got basically uh, the committee basically all kind of lumped in together, going for about the same number of catches, probably same amount of yards. Where's Brian Quick? More touchdowns. More touchdowns. Okay. More touchdowns. Where, where does Brian Quick uh, fall into this equation for you? Give me. He's successful if he has X. One catch. He's successful <laughs> if he makes – a practice squad. <laughs> no, he's dude, he's going to be on this team. He's, he's going to be on, on this team. Yes, he is. Did you guys hear the Jay Green com- uh, press conference last The only week? way, he, look, look, the only way. He literally named every single person on the offense and didn't mention Brian Quick. Uh, he said, oh, I'm so happy with our receivers. And The only way. He named look, undrafted free look, agent rookies. Look, the only Jay, way. Jay Gruden doesn't even know his quarterback's name. The so. only way. Oh, that's that's Goose Allen. Al- oh, Goose Allen. The the only way That's he doesn't possible. make this roster is if the skins go out and grab one of these um, free agents that are still out there. I, I mean, I know Eddie Royal's a local boy. Didn't one of you guys go to high school with him? I went to high school with Eddie Royal. So I he's he's out them. there. He's uh, he's out there. He's unsigned. Uh, v, uh, Vincent Jackson's still out there. 
I mean, I'll tell you what, Eddie Royal can take the top off the defense. By the way, he, he can, can it, ah, for two games at a time. More, he's he's super injury prone. He's but, the definition of injury prone. Just just look at this list of free agents that are still out there: Vincent Jackson, Eddie Royal, Stevie Johnson, uh, Bills, and then I think 49ers after that. Anquan Bolden, old man Bolden, still getting it done. Um, Percy Harvin, he's not coming PR back. Cecil Shorts. Um, I'll tell you what, Vincent Seven Jackson. Vincent, Vincent Jackson, Jackson. He fits. That would be beautiful. He fits. That would be beautiful. Vincent you Jackson. put Vincent Jackson and Terrell Pryor opposite ends, and you sprinkle in a Dachshund and a Crowder. Ooh, that's that's, that's you're, beautiful. You're thinking Vincent Jackson in Madden 2012 or whatever it was. That's not Vincent Jackson now. Yeah, you're, 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 I mean, we're you're, talking Vincent Jackson that doesn't have to be number one receiver, Vincent Jackson. He didn't have to be number one receiver when he in Tampa Bay. Well, he kind of had to be. He, he had oh, to at least be, on, he had to at least on, be number Joe. two, but he was he was at least number two, right? If Crowder he be a solid three or four, exactly. Here. If Crowder, and that's what I'm saying, right? You're, you're saying like Brian Quick. He's 34. You're saying Brian Quick doesn't make the roster. The only way he doesn't make this roster is if. One of these guys, Vincent either, Jackson, comes on a one-year deal. Yeah, some other giant target that can run five yards, six yards down the field, and just turn and catch the ball. Like, look, this is where I agree with you guys. They're gonna they're gonna replace the outbound receivers with a group of guys that can do the same stuff, kind of, but not with the same efficiency. So, uh, I think Pryor is the only receiver that goes over a thousand yards this year. I think he's gonna go way over a thousand yards. I think he'll quickly become. Uh, like 1,400 yards? Uh, yeah, I think he might actually, like, you know, fantasy alert. I, I think he's going to be one of these guys that gets drafted mid-rounds, if, if and he's going to go yeah. through the roof because his mm-hmm. skill he's a complete skill set. And if Jay gets back to being creative offensive coordinator Jay, not head coach, play it safe Jay, you may see some odd packages where he's not just running down the field and catching the ball. Wildcat? Um, maybe not Wildcat, but... You know, I don't know. But they they ran some crazy flea flickers and some other stuff. I mean, he can throw the ball. That we know that. Um, you know, so can I tell you why I disagree. Sure. Kirk is the master of spreading the ball around. He does not lock in on a receiver. I from for fantasy perspective, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd take any Redskin. Look, maybe I Kirk, love. But I love it. Kirk Cousins. I love Kirk Cousins, but he he locks in to his dump pass absolutely. <laughs> One of you's right, one of you's wrong. First read, not there. Immediate yeah, dump pass. And I'll, Immediately. I'll I'll add on to that and say when he gets off to a bad start, the bad start. I mean, that's the knock on, on Cousins, right, is when he gets right. rattled early on, he gets really comfortable. He basically turns into Patrick Ramsey being coached by Joe Gibbs, right, or Jason Campbell. <laughs> oh, it's not there. It's not there. It's not there. Just one second. Two step drop, throw it to Santana Moss or Lavernius Coles, and have them fall say, down. Yeah, Bubble screen. But that's that's you got to blame the run game for that a little bit too, because when you don't have a run game and the the other team they're playing defense where they know you're going to drop back every time and they're they're blitzing, they're rushing six I, seven men. I will say this, I will say this, the the new height that Kirk Cousins has to work with should alleviate a lot of those crazy what the f was he thinking looking doing passes that he's had and in his in his defense it's hard to throw 40 years 40 yards down the field to a guy that's 510 so i think the height definitely is going to be the biggest buffer between losing deshaun and pierre and having who we have now the height is going to be the biggest difference i love the nickname they're called the Washington Monuments now because they're all over six foot three or whatever, except for Crowder. 
I think the height is going to be the difference maker here, the biggest difference maker. I don't care about speed. I don't care about slot, how tight you can run your, your slants or anything like that. I think your height and that back shoulder fade, huge. I would actually agree with you. I think overall the offense is going to be more efficient. I think the run game is going to help the receivers. I think Josh Doxson has got some big shoes to fill, but I think he's going to actually fill them pretty well. I think Terrell Pryor is going to step up his game. I think Jameson Crowder is going to be there. And and I think you're right. You've been touting Maurice Harris for the past several months, and I think we see him take a step forward. However, guys, I will say that the Redskins roster report was supposed to be a 15-minute segment. I think we're going on four hours now just talking to receivers. (laughs) I think we roll it back in. All right, let's, let's go. What is it? Let's outside go uh, linebacker? outside linebackers real quick. So um, let's go. This has got to be one of the most de- the deepest positions on the, that we've seen on the Washington Redskins roster in a long time. You got Ryan Kerrigan, you got Preston Smith, and then you got the um, rookie Ryan Anderson. You got still have Houston Bates back there, and then you have uh, Junior Gallette coming back. From a two torn Achilles, Hopefully. who knows if he can? Hopefully. Who knows if he can play? You got Trent Murphy, who's going to be suspended for the first four games, but you know he's he's coming in on what his fourth or fourth year or something like that in the league. Can players that get suspended for PED use can they take PEDs while they're suspended? Because that would be great. <laughs> That's an idea. <laughs> I mean, you're already you suspended. That one to Roger Goodell, and then there's there's one player who's got a lot of publicity from the the Redskins who undrafted for. Uh, rookie, do you guys know who I'm talking about? Is it a Bob Marley's grandson? That's right, Nico Marley. <laughs> what are the chances that Nico Marley makes the team? What are the chances that he gets in trouble for smoking weed? <laughs> you gotta imagine if you're the league office, you gotta you gotta be on his uh, on him. He's probably week he's, after week with the drug yeah, tests. He's gonna be randomly selected on the regular just because of uh, guilty by association on that one. Did you miss Preston yeah. Smith? Why, why no love for Preston Smith? No, he, no, was, the first, he was the first one I, I mentioned. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. He doesn't, get, so, any, he doesn't well, get much respect. Let me ask you guys this. A, who's a, who are the two starters? And B, do you remember a Redskins team that has been this deep an outside linebacker? Isn't this something that we've needed for, well, the past 10 years? It's been Joe, a while. Joe. It's been a while. I'm trying to think back to the... Uh, Man, who, the who, healthy Arakpo days? I mean, not, but even before that, I'm trying to think back to the Lavar days. I mean, uh, Marcus Washington was a. Uh, I mean, I think he, I believe he was an outside linebacker. Um, talking I, about the Andre, Andre Carter, uh, Philip Daniels years. Exactly. Those exactly. Were great years. Those were great years, right? Those were great years. But it, I agree. De- it's they're deep at the position. Uh, I mean, Kerrigan is is going to be to me. He's going to play probably 80 percent of all the snaps. On the season, assuming he can stay healthy, um, I'm excited to see what the, the I think I'm excited to see what Kerrigan the rookie now. can do. I, I'm excited personally to see what Ryan Anderson can do. Um, I'm so excited you know, to see it, what he can it, do again. Like I'm, I'm big on rookie snap counts, and and I think if he over the first quarter of the season plays 50 percent of the snaps, but is coming along nicely, uh, I would love to see that as opposed to the uh, Arakbo throw him in and kind of figure it out as you go. Because I, I mean. There's enough depth here where the young guys can learn behind the vets, so I would like them to do that as opposed to just throwing these guys in, um, you know. But I, I'm a I'm a huge Preston Smith fan. I know I'm on an island by myself here. I'm a I just love him. 
I, I, oh, you're not on an island. I'm I'm with you. He, he, would it be crazy? He, would I, it be crazy if I said I want the vets to learn from the rookies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not a huge Ryan Kerrigan fan. I'm sorry. You and Steve, I don't understand. I don't know what you guys I watch say, on Sundays. I say it to I say it to LP easily every Sunday. We watch we watch the game. Are you watching maybe the same if, game? Maybe if he first of all, half of his stats are garbage time. Secondly, maybe if he had somebody on the other side of the line helping him, right, on the left side helping him or the right side, wherever he's lined up, all he does is bull rushes. Head down, bull rushes way into the backfield, takes himself out of the play. Easily 75% of the time he's on the field, he's doing that. I, I, have, I, have, two, I have two problems. He won the Philly game. Thank last, you. Last I was just about to say that. And I want to point out the defensive deficiencies of this team last year called on the coordinator to, to use the only talent he had on defense, at least in the, in the front seven, to push to do something. And, and that was basically the game plan. Hey, Kerrigan, just do something. Hey, I if you don't know, mind, you know, can you just try to do something for us? This is a very different scenario. If he actually, if they allow him to play a position, and not have to roam and not have to create everything on defense, um, and we we talked about the the upgrade at inside linebacker, that's going to help him tremendously because he doesn't have to do I agree. everything. I so, agree. So I think just based on talent, Kerrigan is. I mean, you you can't say the guy's not talented. You can't say he doesn't play hard, and you can't say. That he's not incredibly talented. Like he's he's really really good. I he's think really good. And, I think the lack of the thing is the thing is he could be so much better, and I think that's why I'm down on him. But there's there's because he could look be once so upon a time better. once upon I, I a time Julius Peppers was was run into the ground by the Panthers when they got rid of all the other talent around him, and then everyone was like, oh, he's washed up, and he goes to Chicago, and lo and behold, he has two pretty good seasons after that. Why? Because the defense around him was better than what he had and what Those he was are playing. Very valid points. Okay, very, so I, I have no rebuttal for that. Okay, so well, let's, not only that, but you're also asking Ryan Kerrigan to play every snap on defense of every game after also numerous uh, groin injuries, elbow injuries. The guy gets a groin injury, comes out after halftime. Like the guy is, I mean, the guy's rock solid. Like you can't, you've asked a lot for him in the past few years, ever since. Um, Iraq Post decided to tear 25 pecs in, in 25 consecutive years <laughs> or whatever it was. But we've asked a lot from him, and then we, we're, we've also asked a lot from Preston Smith. This guy was a rookie, and you asked him to come in and start year one, and then you say, oh, Junior Glut's going to be back, and, and Trent Murphy's going to play on the inside, so you're going to get second team reps. And then Junior Glut goes down, and all of a sudden – Trent Murphy has to uh, take PEDs Step to bulk up. back up or whatever it is. <laughs> but that's, that's exactly it, why I'd love to see the rookies come along slowly. Like why you don't have to play them. You don't have to play them. Like you don't. they don't have to play 70 snaps or 70% I, of the snaps. I completely agree. I couldn't. I, this is, I think this is the first time I ever agree with you, Joe. I've, I've, it I've gotten, feels good, right? I've gotten thoroughly destroyed and rebutted that I'm going to say that I – said what I said on purpose just to <laughs> make make you guys prove my point. Well, so you guys are welcome on that one. So, but, so, but one more thing. In addition to letting the, the rookies sit, I think you let Ryan Kerrigan sit a little bit more. He doesn't have to play 100 snaps, uh, 100% of the snaps per game. Oh, yeah. You, I'll, you I'll get take your clet in there. You can get Preston Smith. I mean, we have enough enough depth where these guys can be fresh all the time, hopefully. And yeah, I, I'll take a hundred percent Ryan Kerrigan for three quarters as opposed to a eighty percent Ryan Kerrigan all four quarters. Absolutely. Without a doubt. 
Well, follow uh, up to that. What do you guys think about the four three three four defense? Does it matter? What's up with the Redskins defense and um, coaches and everybody in the in the organization? Basically, kind of throwing out the throwing that out the window and saying, well, we're in a base three four thirty percent of the time, and a, actually a four three seventy percent of the time. Does it even matter? No. Uh, you know, I don't think it matters either. They 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 actually have talent to go either way. I think if when they see a team like like Dallas, who's going to try to run the ball down their throat, they're going to switch to a four three. And the 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 talent that they have at at linebacker, at, especially at outside linebacker, as we just discussed, allows them to to control a little bit more, or they'll just put bodies on the line of scrimmage, but still be, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word, like still be able to fall back and cover those mid zones, you know, that that Dak pretty much killed them on last year. Um, and then when they go up against a team like we're gonna see the we're gonna see the Broncos this year, um, we can go to a three four, and you can play some of these rookies. Um, and, and and still cover some of these these gaps on defense. So, I, I mean, they drafted... It, it's a very Scott McLuhan thing, isn't it, right? Like, you just... There's more talent on the roster. Like they, they drafted football guys. Um, yeah, absolutely. So they, I think they have the talent to go either way. Um, I think next time we do one of these, uh, these triple R reports, we got to talk about the secondary because as the secondary goes, I think this defense will go because, frankly, up front, they're pretty solid. I, I, I'll absolutely agree with you on that. Up front, I have zero concerns. I have a few concerns for the secondary, which we'll get into next talk. But as far as the 3-4, the 4-3 base defense thing goes, that's all garbage talk. That's all media needing to come up with an article, um, commentators needing something to talk about during dead time. That's all garbage talk because those defenses – are switching, like you were just pointing out, case by case, down by down, game by game, switches up all the time. Yeah, I agree. So let's close out with this. Let's go receivers first. We talked receivers first. Are we Do you say this? Them? Are you going to ask me to grade nope. them? No, no grading. We're asking, going to ask, are they better, are they worse, or are they same than week 16 of last year? Receivers. Week, week 16, not the whole season. Just at the end of the year. Okay. Wait, are they better at the beginning of the year than last year's at the end of the year or end of year to end of year? No, at the end of year last year, are our receivers better than what they will be at week one this year? My question is, over the offseason, did our receivers get better, worse, or are they the same? I will say, based off last year's end of year performance the start of this year will be a better performance for our wide receivers. Absolutely. Wow. That's a bold statement, Paul. I will say I'm going to push and say that they will be statistically equal, but they will do it less. It'll be less sexy. Yeah. I was actually going to say push too. I was actually going to say push too. I think, I don't think you're going to be able to replace the skill set that Deshaun and Pierre bring to this table, but I do think you gain a new skill set with height, with route running, and um, just with spreading the ball. So I, I think I would say push too. Let's go outside linebackers. Are they better, worse, or push? Way better. The rookies. Yeah, that, that might that might be the easiest question ever asked on this podcast. <laughs> Way better. That's got to be the most improved position on this team. So I think that's it for this time, folks. We'll uh, we'll uh, I like get back this tri- into it. I like this triple R thing. Yeah, yeah. 
What are we doing Redskins next? Redskins roster report. Let's do uh, quarterbacks, secondary, and uh, tight ends. <laughs> and quarterbacks. No, tight ends no. are boring. We could do that right now. No, Jordan no, Reed good until Jordan Reed good until he gets boring. a headache. Tight ends don't. are not boring. We're gonna dive into a little Niles Paul, baby. Yeah, don't sleep on Niles Paul. Let's do the tight ends and secondary. That works for me. Until next time. Thanks, folks. We are out. This has been DTC, your one-stop shop for all things DC sports. Visit us online at www.defeatingthecurse.com. Find us and follow us on all social media platforms at Defeating the Curse. Thanks for listening. Until next time, hustle and get rich.